Okay, we start off with a new Sefer, Baruch Hashem, Sefer Tvarim, the fifth of the books of the Torah. As we um, already start thinking, now we're uh, thinking right before Tisha B'Av, but starting Sefer Tvarim makes us think of the end of Sefer Tvarim. We're already thinking of the Chagi, Chagi Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Simchas Torah. You know, that's what we think about when we get into Tvarim, but now we got a long way to go, uh, week by week. Uh, starting the greatest Sefer Musr that was ever written, as Sefer Dvarim is called by a number of the Bali Musr. So many defining psukim for who we are and what we need to be and wh- what we need to think about in our lives. So many psukim in Sefer Dvarim. As we go through it, our ears should be open to this last pep talk that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to Klal Yisrael. And we start off with the first few psukim. And we start off with the beginning, the first couple of psukim uh, in Sefer Dvarim. Ela Dvarim sounds like very general psukim. Ela Dvarim Shadiba Moshe I'll call Yisrael. These are the words that Moshe Rabbeinu told all B'nai Yisrael, Be'ever Hayardei, Ba'amidbar, Ba'arava, all the places, Ramazim, as Rashi points out. Pasa Gimel, Ve'yibarbam Shana, Ba'ashtei Asor Chodesh, Be'echal HaChodesh, in the 40th year, on, in the 11th month, on the first day, Rosh Chodesh Shvat, Diber Moshe, B'nai Yisrael, Moshe speaks to B'nai Yisrael, K'chol Asher Tziva Hashem Oso Aleihem, like Moshe told him, so this is the second time, twice, in the first few Psukim, we have Moshe Rabbeinu speaking, Pasa Aleph, Diber Moshe, I'll call Yisrael, Pasa Gimel, Diber Moshe, I'll call Yisrael, we continue, Achareash Kosoa Sichon Melech Mori. After they defeated Sichon and Og, we spoke about that a couple weeks ago, the symbolism of Sichon and Og. Then we have Pasuk Hei, Be'ever Hayardin Be'eretz Moav, Ho'il Moshe Be'eretz HaTorah Zosleimar. Moshe started to explain the Torah. So it sounds like similar to what was discussed uh, in the previous. We have already Asher Diber Moshe, Diber Moshe, and Be'er, Ho'il Moshe, says Aksava Kabbalah, there's a deeper idea here on these introductory psukim of Sefer Dvarim. We mentioned the Ksava Kabbalah five or six years ago, but again, it's crucial for understanding the entire structure of Sefer Dvarim. Says the Ksava Kabbalah, da, one should know. Rav Mecklenburg, ki chameshes psukim harishonim, heim hakdama shall call a Sefer. The first five psukim here of Sefer Dvarim, it's an introduction to the entire Sefer. As we just pointed out, there are three phrases in the first five psukim that talk about Moshe speaking. Asher diber Moshe, diber Moshe, b'nei Yisrael, ho'il Moshe be'er. Why is that? There are three chalakim in this sefer. Again, this approach also answers some of the other questions of there are so many mitzvos, but isn't the supposed to just be a Mishnah Torah? The answer is it's not just a Mishnah Torah, it's not just a repeat, as we're about to see. Three parts. Part number one starts at the beginning. As you know, the beginning of Parak Aleph. Chelek Aleph, Meitchelas HaSefer Ad, Vayikra Shekodem HaSeres HaDibros. Right, in our uh, prakim um, uh, structure that we have, the first four prakim. The first four prakim, up until towards the end of the fourth parak, that is part one. What is part one? Moshe Rabbeinu giving a little repeat of Jewish history, giving Musser, uh, giving um, a, a pep talk, not about mitzvos. Reviewing where they've come from, reviewing where they're going to. Again, there'll be other general uh, pep talk type of statements in part two also, but this is part one. Perak Aleph, Perak Beis, Perak Gimel, Perak Dalad. Bereshur Rabbeinu says what we've been through and what I've told you and what you're about to do. And this is what you have to do. Don't be scared. And it's going to be great. And you're going to go into Eretz Yisrael. That is what we have. That's Parshas Dvarim and the first part of Parshas Vo'ez Chanon. Right, and that is Inyane Musser. Number two, 
Chelek Beis from part Vayikra Moshe, right? Parakei starts off, Vayikra Moshe, El Kol Yisrael. Moshe calls out to Bnei Yisrael. It's really a couple of psukim earlier. Elo Ha'edas Vahachukim. Perak uh, Dalid Memhei, as we'll see soon, uh, that section all the way, that's a huge section, all the way until Parshas Kisavo, Perak of Zion, that section is all about mitzvos. Some of the mitzvos were given before, some of them not, but either way, this is Moshe Rabbeinu's parting gift of being Mashlim, the 613 mitzvos. That's why it says towards the end. That's why he points out at the end of Perak Dalit, we have the introductory psukim. And these are the Edus and the Chukim, and then all the Edus and the Chukim in the mitzvahs, all in Perak Vav, Zion, Ches, all the way until Perak of Zion about is part two, that is all the mitzvahs. And then finally, part three, that's the bris. And that is the bris and the covenant that Moshe Rabbeinu says, we are connected to Hashem forevermore. And that's why it says, and then, Moshe. The Hisbonis, these are the three parts of Sefer Dvarim. We have the beginning pep talk, Dibre Musar, uh, Jewish history, where we've been, where we're going to. Part two, mitzvos, starting with the Aseris Adibros, and Shema, and Vahaya, and all of the... Myriad of mitzvahs. How many mitzvahs do we have in Re'eh, Shoftim, and Kiseitse? That is such a chunk of 613 mitzvahs, those three parashios. Uh, and then we have, at the end, we have the bris and, and the promises that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has and the relationship, describing the relationships that we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Continues the Ksav Kabbalah, besides just the overview and the and the uh, ability to see from from far away, taking a step back, he says it's even meduya fascinatingly in the psukim. Says the Ksavah Kabbalah line seven, Hisponein ki aschalas shloshes chelke seferzek aschalas gimelsvarim shmos vayikram b'midbar. If we look in the beginning of each of these sections, there's the same word. There's the beginning has an ele, the middle section has a vayikra. And the final section has a Bamidbar. Has a, has the, the same word that starts with Bamidbar. Ela, Vayikra, Vayadaber. Where do we have? We have Ela here in the beginning of our, right, our parak, Ela Hadvarim, which is the same way that Shmos starts, Ve'ela Shmos. We have Vayikra, the second, second, second section starts with Vayikra, Parake, Pasik Aleph, and also later on, we have Vayadaber, um, Moshe, that's towards the end, where we have Perachav Zion, Pasik Tess, Vaitaber Moshe, paralleling the three. Why is that paralleling the three? Well, think about, let's think about the content of the three that we just said. Shmos is all about history, it's all about forging the relationship and Musar and Machshava, Vayikra. The middle one is all about mitzvos, tons of mitzvos. And that's the middle section. And finally, Vaitaber Moshe, that's parallel to the but Midbar and the last section. Stories of the relationship between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'zeh she'amar ha-pasuk and the Mehamedrish v'yikra hu malei halachos v'konegdo dvarim nami malei halachos. Klomar, oso chilek she'besefer dvarim shu k'neged sefer v'yikra she'shom ha-medubar min ha-mitzvos hu malei halachos. That's what the Vilna explains. V'hi ha'ara nifla'a v'nachon ma'ot. And this is a ha'ara nifla'a that we have to recognize 
that this is what the structure of the Sefer is about, and these are the messages that we have to get out of Sefer Tvar. Okay, that gets us started. Now let's get into um, the actual Pesukim. So we have um, Pasuk Aleph, and we have Pasuk Gimel. There's a parallel in the two phrases that we just even mentioned, but there's a difference between the two. Elah Advarim Pasuk Aleph, we have these are the things that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to B'nai Yisrael. Elah Advarim Moshe. In Pasuk Gimel, we have the same phrase, but with an additional couple of words. Diber Moshe el Bnei Yisrael, not el Kol Yisrael, but el Bnei Yisrael, but it's similar. Kechol asher tziva Hashem oso alehem. Exactly like Hashem commanded him. Kechol asher tziva oso. The question is, what is the relationship between the first phrase and the second phrase? Seems similar, but the second phrase has the end. And what, the first time, it wasn't exactly how HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Moshe Rabbeinu. Why, Dafka, does the second one have Kechol Asher Tziva Oso Alehem? Says the Azayim Latare, says Rav Saratskin, getting us into Sefer Dvar. Venere Latare, he quotes from his brother-in-law. Masha Shamati Mipigisi Hagon Amiti Marnav Aaron Valkin. Hashem Yikom Dama, the Rav of Pinsk. Al-Hadda Amru, the Gemara tells us, If there is a city that loves their rabbi, it doesn't mean he's a great rabbi. It means he doesn't give them enough tochacha. He doesn't give them enough tochacha. That's the Gemara in Supis. The Kasha asked Rav Valkin, Why do you have to say, why do you have to add in the lines b'milu d'shmaya? Just say he doesn't give him tochacha. Dafka b'milu d'shmaya. What are those two words adding? The tirate that he says sheish beis mine mochichim. There are two, two types, even within the world of rebukers. And again, rebuke is very difficult, right? The Gemara tells us in Maseches Arachin, two lines. I think it's Rabbi Tarfin that first says, you know, we have nobody in our generation that knows how to be makabel, makabel uh, tochacha. And then we have, I think it's Rabbi Elizabeth Azariah who says, we don't, nobody in the door that knows how to give tochacha. They're both challenging. Giving proper tochacha and accepting proper tochacha are both, are both, right? Giving tochacha is a mitzvah. According to Rov uh, Rishonim. Accepting tochacha, the smak counts as a separate mitzvah. I say also accepting lamul arlas halev. He quotes, but either way, says the Azayim Torah that there are two types of rebukers. Echad mochiach hamedaber b'lashon bnei adam. One is a mochiach that speaks the language of the people. Doesn't want to scream and and explicate exactly what needs to be done. He speaks in riddles. He thinks speaks in mishalim. In order not to get them so angry, they might not relate it to themselves. Maybe he wants to be politically correct. He wants to make sure that uh, they're not. They don't. Uh, he doesn't get so much under their skin. That's. Mochiach type one, which is which is one level, but it's not the ultimate level that's going to get in. One might have to do that at stage one, but we also need stage two. Mochiach shashchina medaberes mitokrono, a mochiach that says exactly what Hashem would want him to say in the words that he's going to say it. Medaber beruros hoi goy chait chotei am kaved avon zeramareim banim ashkisim asvos Hashem, as we know the pesukim from from Navi, like the Gemara, the the, the the Navi says, he speaks to them. The, you're you're acting inappropriately again at that stage before the churban 
There was nothing else to do. You can't can't hold back anything. And it still didn't work, but at least he helped. Misakin Chayev, right? He was in Misaki in his life, right? Yeshayahu Anavi. Shayahu actually gave his life, right? His grandson Manasha killed him. And just Yermio is thrown in jail, right? So Bakol Sonimoso. And nobody likes to hear that. Nobody likes it. It's our job to listen to it and, and do better. But those are two types of mochichim, says Revalkin. What's the pshat of that gemara? It's not a rav who doesn't give any musr. He gives musr, but he only gives the first type of musr. Once in a while, you know, you've got to be stronger. Once in a while, you can't just say, like, uh, say it in a way that people don't take it uh, to heart. And he softens it up. Says the, the so that's the two, those are the two types of tochacha. So suggesting as I am Torah, maybe that's the shidi in the pasuk here. Moshe Rabbeinu started off by giving the softer type, right? One of the first pasuk is all remazim, all remazim of of barava, mosuf, paran, tofel, lavan, chaseros, dizav, mirames to all of the areas that they have to do better. That's fine, but fine. But right before he died, so then you can't rely on Ramazim anymore. He has to be clear. They have to know exactly what he's thinking. It has to be recorded in the Torah. And Hashem tells him, "Alecha ledaber devarim berurim imahem v'lorakemashalvechidos." I need you to be clear. I need you not to go around the uh, the points. V'azhischos. What does Moshe do? Exactly what Hashem told him to do. Right? No more couching it in various terms. Again, it does not mean the message isn't that a ref should just go in and be fire and brimstone if the crowd is not ready for it, then it's going to backfire and they're going to be turned off. Right? If a high school teacher goes in to the, to the students and starts talking and what they have to work on, it's not going to be effective. If a ref goes into a new community and starts talking in a way that is, that is beyond the community, so then it's not going to work either. It's a cha- it's a it's a it's a process. But in a context where a rav can be clearer and should be clearer in a way that obviously respects the audience and uplifts the audience and doesn't push down the audience, you can be clear and still be inspiring. That's fine. But obviously that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was. He tried to be inspiring. He already knew what they were up to. But at the end of his life, he couldn't be, he couldn't do Bechidot anymore. He couldn't do it with Ramazim. He had to come out straight. And that's why the, uh, the Sefer starts off. I'll call Yisrael in Ramazim. And then afterwards, and then he gets into, then he gets into, uh, exact Jewish history, what happened and what they have to, and what they have to hear. Okay. Moving right along. Towards the, uh, end of the first Aliyah, so we have Moshe Rabbeinu now going through um, Jewish history. I've given you the land Hashem says, Bo Go conquer the land. And I told you, I can't do it myself. Hashem has made you many. Right? You are like the stars. You are as abundant as the stars of the heavens. So Moshe says, I can't do it myself. Hashem alokev osichem. Right? The, the, the passage continues. Yosef alechem. You're a lot. I'm not saying it should be less. Yosef alechem. Elapamim. It should get more and more and more, but I just can't do it myself. So that's why we had to set up a whole judicial system at that, at that time. Let's pick up on passage 
You are like the stars of the Shamayim. Hashem have, has made you today. Vehinchem hayom. Hashem has made you today like the stars in heaven. Says Rashi. Were they like the stars at that at that moment? Well, they weren't really like the stars. They were only 600,000, only. But that's not like the stars. There were more than 600,000 stars. So what does it mean? Today you're like the stars. So the Ebed Ezra says it's just a, a guzma. Okay. But Rashi says, you're compared. It's not Hayom. It's not that today you'll be like the stars. In the future, but you'll be like the Yom. What does it mean, the Yom? Hinchem Meshulim Kayom. Kayamim Olam Kechama Volavonak Bekochavim. Just like the Yom is always. Day, night, nature. It's always. The stars and the moon and the sun are all forever. So too you will be forever, Am Yisrael. Vinchem Hayom. You will be forever. Like the day. So that's the Rashi. But if we look at her Mordechai Leo, the Divri Mordechai, in source number three, turning over to source number four, yeah, towards the top of the page, what exactly is the message of Larov? You'll be like the Kofi Shana Larov? Like, like, is that just in number? Is that just in quantity? On the top. Mashma Mehamila Larov Shebal Lema'it. Klomar. Moshe Rabbeinu Madamez Yisrael Kofi Hashemayim. Ach Varak Linyan Arov. You should be like the Kofi Hashemayim Larov. Says the Baruch it means the stars have many aspects and characteristics. I want you, B'nai Yisrael, uh, you have, Hashem has made you, and I'm giving you a bracha, and continue, that you should have one aspect, one midah of the stars. Maybe a few midos, but at least one midah of the stars, but not all the midos of the stars. Not all. Moshe Rabbeinu Madames Yisrael, L'Kochfei HaShamayim, Ach Varak L'Inyan Harov, Dahainu Kimosam, V'lo L'Inyan HaMachirim, V'alin L'Shol, so what exactly is it negating? How should we be like the stars and how should we not? So he quotes a well-known thought by many Mepharsha, but he's going to have his own spin on it. We're like the stars and we're like the dirt. And each one has a mile and a chisaron. First, let's talk about dirt. We say at the end of Shmon Esri, the end of the Amidah, My soul should be like the dirt. So according to Pashtus is, that means Anava. Dirt is trampled on. And we're davening to Hashem, help me be an Anav. Let me be trampled on and not get upset about it. But Tosvos in Brachas Yudzayin, that's the daf that has all of the different tefilos of the Rabbanon in the Gemara. We have the tefillah of Rath that we use for Rosh Chodesh Betzing, and we have Elokai Nitzor, and we have a number of tefilos that we have throughout the year. We have another one that we see on Yom Kippur. So Tosvos says there, on Benafshi Ka'afar, that it's a positive. Ma'afar eno makabel klayala olam, dirt is always there. No matter what you do to dirt, dirt is going to be there. That's what it is. Not only the pashtus of Anava, and we've been trampled on, but we're always there, eternal. The dirt is forever. Hare, what does that mean? Dirt is lacking something, it's always trampled upon. Hare, and it's not appreciated. But on the other hand, dirt is always there. 
it's never gone. And what happens if I pour if I pour water on the dirt? I would I take something that's that different that's different than the molecules of the dirt. I put water on it. The dirt comes together. The dirt becomes a gush. What's the bracha? Take water. If you take water and you live a life of Torah, then you'll come together. And it worked the other way too. If coming together will be an easier way to live a life of Torah. So on the one hand, we're like dirt. Dirt means we're always there. And even when the going gets tough and something's poured upon us, we come together. And that's why we're the best. We're the best at doing tsaris, Klal Yisrael. We all come together. Rahman al-Islan. Right, we have to do a little better when we're not having the tsaris. Kimochain, but says the Morchelio, there's another half of the vart. Not only are we compared to dirt, but we're compared to stars. Kimochain imshlu am Yisrael gamla kochavim. Ma'alatam shala kochavim, he shame kayamimula olam. Veinam nirmasim. They're not trampled. They're not trampled. But on the other hand, they're not mi'uchad. Ella Abel, Shelo Kemoha Afar Hamuchad Vahamuchubar, Hakochavim Hainam Bodidim, the Kolochav, Kochavu Olamibosronam. This can be looked at as a chisara, and that's how he's looking at it. They're not together. They're independently, forever independent. That's what a star is. So one might use this Vart as saying, Yes, there's independence within the unity, that one can take it that way, but he does not. The Nimsa Shahamshalas. Yisrael, la'afar la'kochavim, comparing the Jews to dirt and to stars, hidafka le'enyin ha'mayla v'hayitarot, shenim sabakal echon mehem, v'lo l'chisar sh'yish pahem. We are compared only using the midah that's positive about them. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu says by la'rov. K'chokhve ha'shamayim, but take the positive in the k'chokhve ha'shamayim. La'rov, in terms of the uh, eter- eternal aspect of it, and not the fact that they are always separate. We should be together. We should be like dirt in terms of our unity, right? And that's the uniqueness of dirt and stars in terms of their eternity. Unity and eternity. And that's what the extra larov is. Even though there are many elements, the positive one, the rav, the great one. And he says the same idea maybe on the Pasuk in Vayechi, v'yidgu larov, v'kerev ha'aretz. You should be like the fish. So again, rov might just be amount and numbers. But there's something even greater about fish. As we know from Chazal, They are tremendously... Uh, the ability to multiply. But fish, the bigger one, eats the small one. Survival of the fittest, so to speak, uh, amongst the fish. And that's why Yaakov Avinu says, I don't want that aspect of fish. I only want the positive aspect of fish. I don't want the negative aspect of stars, that they're never together. I want the positive, that they're eternal. I don't want the, posi- the, the dirt. I don't, I'm not telling the Jews that they should be trampled on. You know, forever and ever. No, but I want them to be together. So every every aspect, every mushal has a positive and a negative, and Moshe Abedo is saying the positive. And that's what here too, the positive by fish. Right? 
Shevedakia. So Moshe Rabbeinu here too, he says that as well. Then, just a separate thought, once we have it open, Rebbein Chalio says, he talks about Eicha. We have to mention this at least once a year, the Medrash and Eicha, in the, the Psichta, to the Eicha Rabbah, we know there's a Medrash Rabbah on the five books of the Torah and on the Megillos. That's what we have Medrash Rabbah on. So the Medrash on Eicha Rabbah discusses the three Eichas that are three of the Eichas uh, that are in Tanakh. This week's Parsha, we have it by Shani. We have Eicha, Esa, Levadi. How can I hold them? How can I bear to carry them myself? We'll have a, uh, a thought on that uh, in a couple of minutes. We have Moshe Rabbeinu. We have Yirmi Yishayo. Eicha, remember Yishayo is earlier, 150 years or so, before the Chorban. He's prophesizing about it. Eicha, Haisa, Lizona. And Yirmiyo, that's uh, Perak Alevim Sheyo, and Yirmiyo, in the first Perak of Yirmiyo, Eicha Yashvavadat. Amr Rabbi Levi says the Medrash, Mashal Matruna, Shahayula Shalosha Shushbinin. Three Shushbinin, three accompaniers. Echad Raosa one of the Shushbinin, one of her good friends, saw her in her great state, in her Shalva. Vechad Raosa in her sinful behavior. Vechad Raosa Benivula, in her downtrodden and broken behavior. Ka or state. Kach Moshe Moshe saw them when they were on top of the world. They were going into Eretz Yisrael. And they're the Yidardeya. Eicha Esalavadi. Yishayo Rosa B'Pachzusam. Eicha Esalazona. Yirmiyo. All the way down. Eicha Yashva. He witnessed the Chorban. Beis HaMikdash. Says Rebbein Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them with the word Eicha. Only live a life where Eicha means what I'm saying it means but not a life where you get to the next two stages and he's giving them a warning. What does that mean? Eicha explains Rav Elio can mean three translations. Top of the next page. Source number five. Yeshton shalosh mashmu yota the word Eicha. Moshe roas amisol b'kvodo b'shalvaso. Moshe sees them on top of the world. And he realizes, though, that it's challenging to, to care for them, but they but they, they just got the Torah. There's so much potential here. He says, Eicha uchalavadi. Kamash bos hamila Eicha hi. Ketzad. How could I? Nothing wrong with that. Nothing negative with that. There are so many of you. Okay, so I have to figure out a way to handle, be a leader. Ketzad. Eicha. Number two, though. Second idea is Eicha. What does it mean next? Kamash mos hamila Yishayo. Line number four. Ami porig Where we're throwing off our our um, authority. We're throwing off our marut, our acceptance of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So that's Eicha Haisalazona. What does Eicha mean there? Lashon of Shtomamut Vitmiha. A Lashon of shock. A Lashon of surprise. You know, what exactly is going on here? It's, it's, he can't believe it. Well, how, how Yushalayim, how we acted. Filu Yermiyo, Roosam, Navlutam. Yermiyo sees them when they were on the lowest of the low. Achrei Shekivluas Onsha, Bechurban Abayas, Ubepizuram, Ibn Umos were spread, were scattered. Uh, we went into Golis. Echa Yashavadad. It's a lushan of just Sarvane. It's a groan. It's a groan. It's a, it's a, uh, it's an expression of emotion. But that's the, the three Echas. Moshe Rabbeinu, the first Echa, he's saying, keep it here. Keep it at this Echa. Mishum Kach towards the end. Kasharom Moshe Rabbeinu, as he saw B'Shavasam. Dafka Oz, he says, Echa. Be like in this state when you are like the stars and you are like the Larov. You have the whole bracha of the stars. One should, 
one should uh, remember, don't let it get to the other echas, the other states where different echas are, are needed. Okay. Parak base. Get into the next parak of Dvarim. And remember all in part one, as the Ksava Kabbalah said. Parak base, we have Moshe Rabbeinu. Remember the Klayakar on that Pasik. And tell the Am, this is what you're going to do. These are instructions. You're coming to Esau first. Atem Ovrim Brother, The be very careful. Al Titkarubam says Moshe Rabbeinu, do not provoke them. You don't have any of their land. Go around. Right? Or if you're going to go through, so then you're going to buy, right? But, but but don't start up with them. Don't start up with Esav. You know, Esav is is uh, is promised. Good. Why they promised? Why they promised? So Rashi already quotes Yerushalayim Esav May Avraham. May Avraham. Why? Why says the Rashi? In short, on pasuk since Lot did not say a word when Avram went to Mitzrayim and said that Sarah was the sister, Lot didn't say anything. So he got schar for that, and that's why also there's going to be limitations about what we're allowed to do to Lot as we will as we will see. But Asaph, why why is Asaph get protected? So explain Chazal. If you look in source number six, Rav Tzuriel in his Otsros Atara, Rav Moshe Tzuriel, Rav he has Otsros Maharal, Otsros Atara, Otsros Olad, photographic, knows everything, says the Rav Tzuriel in the Otsros Atara, quoting Chazal, because Asaph did some kibbutz of aim. Asaph did some kibbutz of aim. And Lot did a proper act. He did not say that Avram Avinu uh, and Lot and uh, and Sarah were married. Says the Medrash, line four. Roe oso machrivet beto v'shoseklo v'yatem avakshim lehizdaveglo. Right, he's Esav, meaning Rome. Esav destroying the base of Migdash. Right, you think you're going to overcome him? Adachsham is pakeshlo schar kibud avosav. Klomar, how long was it since the brachas? Since the time period? He says over three hundred years. And what? That little act. That Asaph did stays forever and ever for centuries and for generations. And he says, let's think about this. Every little thing, every little thing that is done, uh, he says, in the continuation after giving a mushal, he says, you know, was it hard for Asaph? Asaph wanted to kill Yaakov. And yet he says, let me wait for my father to die. Let me wait. I don't want to give him sorrows. You know how hard that must have been for Asaph? To be mitapek? Again, he wanted to murder him. And even murdering him is not something that Yitzchak Abedah would have wanted. But there's a little bit of his apkus. A little bit of holding back. Yikrevu yimei eva laviva hargas Yaakov achi. What do we see from here? A, a little his apkus of Esav. But B, every little thing that people do. Even shalol l'shem shamayim. As he says on the left side, 13. Ava kol bardas meivin. She'ein kan shum toch. What kind of kibbutz is this? Yaakov Shalaviv. 
His father wouldn't want him to kill his brother. It's going against what his father would want. So it's only external. It's not even good lishma. But say Chazal, years later and generations later, it still has dividends. It still has dividends. And look on the next page. The same thing with Lot. Lot, we couldn't go in. Why? Because he was Mashan and didn't say he was a sister. What's the message? Says Rav Tzuriel, Umikan banu liyasod gadol binyane scharva onesh. Al yehi katan be'enenu shum bituikal. Any little expression of anything that we do, any little smile, any little avodas Hashem, which we machshem and realize how awesome and heaven-shaking it is. We know those who study Sefer Shoftim. No. When they came to Luz, Luz was all surrounded by a wall. They didn't know how to get in. They saw a man coming out. How do you get into the city? Give us some, give us some advice. And what did he do? The Gemara tells us. He showed them in some backhanded way because he didn't want to be found out. He didn't want to be. He didn't want it to be on the video that he was the one that showed the Jews. Either Befivi came lahem, he turned his mouth so they interpreted where the uh, opening was, or Beetzba, or with his finger. And because for of this little showing, giving directions, he was going Hatsala lo ulazara kaladoros for generations. He caused tremendous bracha for his family. Yermio Anavi complains. Kashimio Anavi on line twenty-eight. His own name of Leah Kadish Barahu. Sadik Varala Rasha Batovla, who ekdim lo marshu Yodesh Kadish Barahu. Tamid Sodeik. The Akoba Cheshbon. It's just, it just takes a long time often. It takes a long time. Nothing is forgotten. Top left. In Ladover Echad Kal, Kalkach, Ena Dover Nishkach. The Kadish Barahu, Makpil Shalim Sakhatov, Ladoros, Kol Shikain, Kol Maisatov. Right, the, uh, if you look in the Kalarabasi, one of the Mesechtas Ketanos, in the th- beginning of the third parak of Kalarabasi, the first two prakim of Kala, of, uh, Mesechtas Kalarabasi is a Gemara on Mesechtas Kala. There's Mesechtas Kala, Mesechtas Kalarabasi. Mesechtas Kala are Bryces. Mesechtas Kalarabasi are Bryces with Gemara on them. And starting with the third parak of Mesechtas Kalarabasi, it's a commentary on Mesechah's Derech Eretzuta, which is also one of the Mesechah's Ketanos. But there in the third parak, it talks about how Bishas Mea the Esrim, after 120, there are three Malachim that are going to accompany uh, each person. Uh, one of them is the Malacham Aves, but another one is going to have the video playing. It's just going to be Me'elav, Me'elav Yikare. It's going to be playing. So everything is going to be recorded and every little smile, every little thing that we did, Kadosh Baruch Hu is going to Give us our proper reward. And that's the Medrash we also know from Sefer Shmos, Verachav, Aslamach, Belibo, of Aaron Cohen would have known that he, uh, when he went out to Moshe, it would have been recorded, he would have gone out with Tubim Macholos, Achulu, and that's what he read, line 29, Lemetcha Torah Derech Eres, She Adam Osem Mitzvah, Ye Osa Osa Belev Sameach. He should do it with a, a full lave, a happy lave, to realize how everything Akadosh Baruch Hu loves, Hashem loves every little thing that we do, and uh, and that's what we learned from Esav. Esav, you can't go near him. What do you mean? Because hundreds of years before, yes. Everything is recorded and up to Baruch. Okay, same Pasuk. Fascinating, coming up. Rev Zevin. 
creative mind again, working again, teaches us a message for life. Three areas, says Rav Zevin. How can I bear it? Moshe Rabbeinu was telling them, you have three problems and you have three areas that you need to work on. Tarchachem, Maasem, Maasechem, Verivchem. Masaachem, Verivchem. Hayacha Shaladami Yisrael, Azulato, says Rav Zevin. There are three areas which we need to work on. Not the three areas that we often say. No. Two of them are right in this context. But says Rav Zevin, he, has a, he develops a third. Hayacha Shaladami Yisrael, Azulato, Tzorach, Sheyazach, Viyashar. Bishlosha Kivunim. Beinola Makom. Beinola More Umanhig. Man and God, man and his teachers, and man and his friend. These are reflected by these three words right here. Let's see how. Moshe Rabbeinu hochiach es Yisrael shekag pagma b'chol shloshe'ela. Moshe Rabbeinu was giving tochacha to Bnei Yisrael who tainted themselves. In these three areas, what's tarchachem? The tircha, your tircha, that's Why? Right, the Pasik tells us that you didn't call me Yaakov. You weren't in me. If somebody serves Hashem L'shem Shemayim and with Simcha and he's on the right uh, wavelength of, of Ruchnius, he doesn't feel it as heavy or weary. And if you feel it's a yagia, then you're not doing it correctly. If it's a tircha, if it's tarchachem, that means you've broken the connection. And it's not exactly what it's supposed to be between you and HaKadosh Baruch I think I mentioned the mushal in the past. I think it's your baby Yitzchak, and I remember... On this pasuk, uh, somebody came. There was somebody that came on a, on a boat, and he came to the uh, shore. And he came. He was so excited to get off, but he had to wait for all of the luggage to uh, to get out of the uh, the bottom of the boat. So he says to his worker, it says to the porter, you know what? I'm going. You bring my suitcase, and uh, you know I'll, I'll get I'll get you there. Fine. So he goes to wherever he goes, and all of a sudden he looks out on the porch, and he sees the porter schlepping the suitcase. And he sees that he's uh, bringing the suitcase, and he yells out to the porter. The porter's all the way down the road. He screams out, that's not my suitcase. The porter doesn't hear him. He gets a little closer, and he screams out again, that's not my suitcase. It's not my suitcase. And the porter hears, but he thinks, how could he know that this is a suitcase already? And he's coming and schlepping and schlepping gets closer. And the guy screams out again, it's not my suitcase. So he says, how do you know it's not your suitcase? There are many suitcases that look alike. He says, because you're sweating and schwitzing and schlepping and working so hard. My suitcase is light. My suitcase doesn't have so much in it. So if I see you're working so hard, I know it's not my suitcase. If we're serving a Kodesh Baruch Hu, yes, it's challenging and there are challenges. But it's light and it's besimcha and it's enjoyable. And if we feel that it's a tircha, then it's not the right suitcase. And we have to figure out to get a Kaddish Baruch Hu's suitcase on our back. That's tarchachem. That's the burden. Number one, your relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu and Avodah Hashem is broken. Number two, masaachem. Your burdens. What's masa? That's, we're not totally kashur as we should be to our leaders, to our rebbeim, to our teachers. Why? And he explains beautifully. 
When a nursemaid, when a parent, when somebody wants to pick up a child, what do they have to do? He has to bend down to the child. But the goal isn't to remain bent down. The goal is to bend down and then lift up the child with you. When he straightens himself up, the child goes with him. That's a leader. A leader sometimes has to bend down to get into the kishkes of the am and the students. They have to lower themselves, but it's a yerida letzarech aliyah. It's a kfifa letzarech ikfifa to stand up. That's what a, a, a leader has to do. With kofif betchila el ha'amon, avaloshi The point isn't to stay down there. You have to. But what sometimes happens, we know by a child, the child is having a tantrum. So we go down and we bend down, we try to lift up the child. What does the child do? Arching of the back. Right? When they try to arch the back, they try to stay, they make it very hard. And finally, often the parent just gives up. Okay, fine, stay down. Because they, 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 they position themselves in a way that they can't be picked up. Because they're being mitmarade, says the Lushan of the Rav Zevin. They're rebelling. They're not letting them lift them up. And that's what happens sometimes nationally. And they bend over backwards. They don't let the manig lift them up. And therefore, it turns out just to be a masa, a burden that can't be lifted. And that's the second word. Number two. And finally... Moshe Rabbeinu says, right, Rivchem, what's a Riv? A Riv is an argument. That's what we have to work on. And that's why the Chorban happened. Right, we had it with Tircha. And because we thought Avodah Hashem was a Tircha, Hashem says to us, I don't want your Karbanas, they're a Tircha to me. Same word. I want your karbanas. Right from the haftorah this week. And your miyo. Just like you were a burden. You thought my tircha. My avodah was a tircha. So your avodah is a tircha. And also, of course, masachem. We didn't listen to the neviim. And rivchem. Bein Adam Lachavero, ultimate leading, as we even know, these both Mazachem, we killed Zachariah Hanavi, and Yerig Mikdash Shem Koin Benavi, and again, different areas that we have to work on. Devarim is always Shabbos Chazon, Tarchachem, Masachem, Verifchem, those three areas which we have to work on. So, with such Mesiris Nefesh, and to get back to the original state. Okay, continuing. The Miraglim. Okay, we spoke about the, we speak about the Miraglim in Parsha Shlach. We could also speak about the Miraglim here in Parsha Svarim because it's repeated. Source number nine. But we're going to talk about it in Parsha Chavez first. But take like Kochem Moshe Abedu, who describes that they all came to Moshe Abedu, but no, Tom, when they said, let's get everybody together. And Moshe Abedu says those enigmatic and mysterious words. It was good in my eyes. Sounded like a good idea. Vayitav be'enai hadavar. And of course, the question that all the first ask is, both in Shlach and here, why did Moshe send? Not only did Moshe, was Moshe forced to send? Here it doesn't say he was just forced. It says, Vayitav be'enai hadavar. I thought it was a good idea. So how could Moshe think? Obviously, in hindsight, 2020 vision. But even at the time, what was Moshe thinking? Why was Moshe maskim? 
Yesh Vohaniach. Shalohaya explains in the Lakatovi, according from the Sefer Kometz Amincha. Shalohaya called Dofi, if Moshe Rabbeinu was happy about it, so it must be that it was a true and honest and yashar request, at least from Moshe's view. So what exactly is it? So he explains based on the Gemara in Mesechah's Yavamas. The Gemara tells us, HaMispalel Tzarech Sheyitein Einav Lamata Filibo Lamala. When somebody davens, their eyes have to be low, facing Lamata, and Libo Lamala. So yes, on the one hand, that seems to be a way to physically position oneself during the Amida. But there is obviously a deeper message here. Our eyes above and our heart below. I'm sorry, the opposite. The eyes below and the heart above. Before we do anything in life, and as we do anything in life, there's the balance, as we know, of the Hishtablus and the Hakara that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is really in charge. Before we start anything, we have to look up and say, Hashem, I need you. I can't do this without you. I need you, please. But also, we can't just rely on a miracle. We have to have our, our heart is up above, focusing on Hashem. We need Him. But our eyes have to be on the ground. And we have to actually do things. We have to act as if it's us. As if it's all totally on our hands. That's how we have to act. After that, we have to do our establish, but at the same time, along with that, realize our heart has to be above. And that's what's going on here with Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu had both. He had his eyes on the ground and his heart up above. And that's what he thought the Meraglim were. Meraglim was, maybe they want to go. They want to show their Hishtablis. They want to see, you know, which areas they're going to split up the land in. Different areas. And Moshe Rabbeinu had that, but he also had the heart Lamala. Which area? One for Shevet. Because one Shevet knows what each of their population needs. And therefore, you'll see, even though it's going to be through a Goro, and it's going to be through an Esa anyway, but you'll see it's fitting. And that's fine. Because you have to do your Ishtandus. But Moshe Rabbeinu had his heart above. And the problem was, the Meraglim didn't. They didn't have. It was Moshe Le'ene Moshe, Vayitav Be'enai. Because Moshe Rabbeinu had his eyes. If it's all, the Hishtalus is only focused on the Ena of Lamata, not, and, and not the, the Libo Lamala, that would have been fine. The problem was, they didn't have the Lave Lamala. And that was the difference, line 13. Kayim Havdel ben Ashkafaz Moshe al Matarash Shlichus Vamaraglim, Levein Hamatarash, it's Taira, Beinehem, they didn't want to just say, okay, I'll check the, the borders, I'll check the land. No. They said, this is going to be a trip for deciding whether we're going to go in. Not a detail. They didn't have the leave Lamala. And that was the problem. That was the problem with this change uh, of between and difference of view between Moshe Rabbeinu and the Meraglim. And that's why he even points out the beginning it says, Vayaturu es Eretz Kena'an, Luvena Torah Meraglim, that's what it was at the end. Latur is fine, Latur Lehem Menucha. But otherwise, they were lacking a major uh, element of the heart, the lave, Lama. 
Okay, just to end this week with uh, one final thought related to this time of year, Erev uh, Tishabav, we find ourselves, Rachman al-Itzlan, in the third parak of Eicha, we have a split. Megillah Seicha, Rav Asher Weiss writes in source number 11, we know it was written, Bizman Churban by his Rishon, Yirmiyoh and Navi wrote Eicha, part of it was a hespit for Yoshiyahu, uh, the, the king, and if we look in the third parak, I'm not going to read it right now, but the Psukim describe in the first 20 Psukim, you know, describe in detail a, uh, it's a dirge. A dirge, terrible, all the things that are going on, right, what he has seen. He was put in jail. Right. Nobody listens. It's depressing. It's difficult. All the way through Pasachaf. Then all of a sudden, something changes. I'm going to put this in my heart. One of the most famous psukim in all of Eicha. I know Hashem's chesed never finishes. All these positive psukim. What happened? What happens middle of Perek Gimel? We have the first half. And, which is depressing, the second half. All about Shuvah. Nach Pesad Rechina V'nach Korah V'nach Shuvah El Hashem Nisal Avein Al Kapayim El Kelba Shamayim It's our fault. So what exactly is the uh, switch in the Pesukim? Cesar Vashar Weiss, the Medrash tells us on that Pesuk, in Eich HaRabasi, on the transition Pesuk, Zos Ashiv Elibi Al Kain Ochil. So what is Zos Ashiv Elibi? Zos is Torah. David HaMelech says, Lule Without the Torah, I wouldn't have been able to survive. Right? We know throughout history, Rev Salvechik lost three of his very close relatives. Right? His, um, his mother, his brother, and his wife, all in a very close proximity of each other, a couple of months. And he writes, the only way that he got through it was through his relationship with Torah. His relationship with Torah, uh, that's what kept him sane, and that's what kept him going. And on a national level, that's the Nechama that we take. Source 12. Torah Seinu HaKadosha, He Shinosenas Lanu Tikva, Biyamim HaKashim Biyoser. The Torah, the Holy Torah, is what gives us hope in the most difficult times. He Anoseches Banu Oz Vesat Sumos, Bismanim Shal Hester Panim, Biyamim Shal Churban Vivadon, in the most difficult times. Vihi Sha'amda is the Torah. Where remember, Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Meseches Gitin, carried out and is standing in front of Vespasian and asks, what does he ask? Different requests. Let the Torah continue. Let the Torah continue. He knows that there's not going to be government. He's not going to be kahuna. The Avoda, the Levim. He says the whole city is going to be destroyed. But he says, They will direct the people. As long as they have that. That's our ear Miklat. That's how we're going to survive. But that's what we have to remember. The Talmuda. That's how Rahman al Islam people went to give their lives 
still learning Torah. That's what it was. He even quotes the Gemara in Sanhedrin, when Rebbe Yezer was sick, all the Talmudim came to visit him, and he says, where, you, where have you been to learn Torah? Why do you come till now? They said there was not enough time. And he says, and he prophesizes that, I don't see, I don't see natural death happening to any of you. And Rebbe Akiva, you worse than anyone. And that's the end of the Gemara. There's no answer of Rabbi Akiva. But if you look in the Zohar, he points out. If you look in the Zohar, in Pachas Vayera, the same story is, is told, but there's a final line. After he says, Rabbi Akiva, I see your death is going to be worse. Rabbi Akiva starts crying and says, Olifli Oraisa. You know what? Just tell me a good vart. Give me something. Because in the hardest of times, when there's no other choice, you know what? Just learn. Just connect to the Dvar Hashem. That's how we get through it. And that, of course, is the Gemara that Rameer Shapiro quoted when he started Dafyomi, the Gemara in Yavamas Kuf Chaf Aleph, where the Gemara tells us, Amr Rebbe Gamliel, Pamachas Ha'iti Mahalach B'Svina, V'Ra'isi Svina Achash Nishbara. I was on a boat and I looked to the side and I see another boat of some of my colleagues and it was broken. It was broken and it was uh, in the, it was shipwrecked. And I knew there was a, a, a tremendous Tamar Chacham. Rabbi Kiva was on that boat and I thought he died. When I went out to dry land and I started giving shear, I see he's there. Rabbi Kiva survived. And I said to him, Who brought you up? How did you survive? I asked him. Amarli, he says to me, There was a board of the boat. That, that I saw the whole ship broken half, but there was a board there. I just grabbed onto that, that board, that daf. The chal galva gal alai, and every wave that went over me, naneti lo roshi, I just bent my head down, I held onto the daf, and I made it, and I made it through. Ramesh Shapiro says, this is what he said to daf yomi, just hold onto that daf through thick and thin, no matter what happens in life. If I'm holding onto the daf shel svina, that daf, so then that will, that will help me survive. But again, to generalize, to generalize it throughout every generation. What has kept us alive is the commitment that we have to the Torah and the Var Hashem. As we know, all the sects of Jews that gave up their commitment, they're no longer around. No longer around. The way that we stay connected and survive is to recognize that. And that's all alluded to in the word Zos. Right? Ain Zos Ela Torah. That's what he quotes. In the Echar in the last line, Vein Zos Torah, and Zosa Torah. So let us all reconnect ourselves and reinvigorate ourselves and make sure it's not a Tircha, right? Because that means it's the wrong suitcase. We have to make sure we recognize that serving Hashem Baruch is an honor, is a privilege, is a Simcha, and Bel Hashem we should be Zoche to all the Brachas Akulos in the Torah, in the Neviim. In the Ksuvim, as Rav, ha, Rav Haigon, I think, said, right, Vedan Anochi, those two words in the Torah is the, was the source, two words was the source for all of the miracles that took place, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Kriyas Yamsuf, everything. So we know there are prakim and prakim discussing the Gula Hasida. We can't even fathom, imagine what that's going to be. Let it just happen. Bimheira, Viameinu.